Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Let's get right into it. Um, the number one tip, this is number one, and these are literally in no particular order, but number one is going to be define your own priorities. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by defining your own priorities is, is identifying what's important to you. So you say in two years, I want to be out of my job. I no longer want to work there. So what's important to you? And that point being out of your job is important to you. What do you have to do in order to get out of your job? Do you have to work extra hours so you have enough in your savings to sustain you? Do you have to cut back on eating out and maybe eat at home? Should you not go out as much? Um, Because you usually go out three days a week, maybe you cut it back to once or twice a week. Do you want to limit your time on social media so that you're spending your time being more productive? Whatever that looks like for you, you need to sit down with yourself and define your own priorities. If it's a health goal, are you going to say, okay, well, I'm not going to eat as much junk food as I usually do. I'm only going to have two cookies instead of eating the whole pack. Instead of me working out, um, once a week, I'm going to try to do three times a week. I'm going to try to drink a gallon of water a day. Whatever your priorities are for yourself, you have to sit down and define them. So when things come to you that are outside of your priorities, unless, you know, it's someone in danger, you can say, you know what, actually, I'm sorry, but I I can't really make that um, staff meeting today because I need to go work out. Or um, I can't make the the this the um the potluck because I need to go out. I can't make your birthday trip because I'm really in two years. I'm trying to be out of my job and it's getting really close to that deadline. And if I go out with you, I know I would spend at least fifteen hundred. And I, and I'm just that's not a priority of mine right now. And that's okay to say. I think a lot of times, especially as young young women, we fear of like missing out and not being there for the vibes. But the truth is the vibes will always be there, okay? As long as we continue to live, the vibes will be there. And um, sometimes, you know what's, what's true too? You're just gonna have to miss out. That's possible too. And it's okay. You didn't die, right? Number two is to check your attitude. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check your attitude. You know what I mean? Like what? So in the book, it says attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. That's like a no brainer. Your attitude could be the difference between you meeting a new connection or you not meeting a new connection if you have an attitude of like oh all people that work for this organization are this way and you walk in there are angry and mad you're probably not going to meet people who are completely different from what you you thought people who represented that organization were about because of your attitude and in this book, I really, really love this. It says, it has been said that our happiness and success depend not so much on the problems we face, but how we respond to them, you know? And it also, a positive attitude removes the rust from our minds and motivates us to accept the challenges ahead. It allows us to choose action over apathy, courage over fear, and growth over stagnation. What is your 
attitude telling you? Do you have a positive, I can do this attitude? Or is your attitude like, oh, well, I'm not that smart. I can't do this. My mom always told me I was dumb. So I'm not going to school. I wasn't taught how to be, you know, smart. So I'm not doing this. Or is your attitude is like, you, you know what? I wasn't taught this. My mama didn't tell me this. She did call me stupid. But you know what? I'm going to try to go and get my GED. What's your attitude like? You know, both the, both people have the same circumstances, but one has an attitude of, oh, well, I don't really want to do it. They have all these excuses. And the other one's like, yeah, this is the cards that were dealt to me, but I believe in myself and I believe in my potential. So I'm still going to do it. And I think that's key to motivating yourself, because if you're going to sit in self-pity and just wallow, you know, you're, you're really not going to be motivated. You get me like, how, how are you going to be motivated when that's the way you're speaking to yourself? I get your mom or your dad or your friend may have spoken to you that way, but that's the way you're now speaking to yourself. And I think that's the most important. And you know, I've said that in one of my own episodes, like the way you speak to yourself is the most important. So number two is going to be check your attitude, right? Number three is discover and challenge your beliefs. Discover and challenge your beliefs. You are in charge, Okay. That's from me to you. You are in charge. What are your beliefs about yourself? What are your beliefs about the things that you need motivation to do? Is your beliefs about, okay, say you want to work out and you're like, you know what, girl, I am so overweight. Like I cannot do this. You know, I got a big appetite or is that your beliefs? What what are, what are your beliefs or is this like, oh, I'm just always going to be skinny. I can't do this. I can't weight gain. I can't go to the gym because I'm going to be. What are your beliefs? And how about you challenge them? You say, you know what? I've never done this before. And I really do think that, you know, skinny people with high metabolisms can't really gain weight. But I'm going to try this. I I think this one kind of goes hand in hand with checking your attitude. And Pastor Mike Todd said, you got to have crazy faith about your beliefs. You know, like in the book, it says wavering and passionate belief in your dreams and goals is the only fuel that will get you over around or through the many obstacles you encounter. Without belief, the opportunities to give up will look too tempting and you could easily take the path of least resistance and quit. I'm not sure if this episode is going to come out before or after this, but I have an episode of the past on always limited. The path isn't always linear. And I talk about how, um, you know, you have ups and downs in life. So when you have those downs, you're going to have to have that unwavering and passionate belief in your dreams and goal that's going to get you through when those times are low, when the bank account is empty, when somebody in your family is sick. What are your beliefs? You know, are, are you in, are, do you feel like you're in control or are you a victim to what's happening around you? You know, I see so many people on social media playing the victim card, y'all. So the other day I seen a girl who got filler and literally transformed her face and it was crazy. And I seen so many people saying, oh, it's not her fault. She's a victim to societal norms and beauty standards and the patriarchy. That girl made a choice to do that to her face. We we have to start being accountable for our actions. I'm not I'm not caping for that. Okay? Your attitude are indifferent and you are in charge. Unless there isn't circumstance where somebody's forcing you to do something like literally forcing you, putting a gun to your head. Not because you've let 
people get into your head. Now that's another story for another time. Number four is find what fuels you. What will make you get up in the morning like, you know what? I really don't feel like getting up. I'm tired. I would rather just lay here and chill, but I'm going to do it anyway. I really don't feel like being around all of these people. I don't really like them like that, but I'm going to go anyway. What fuels you? What's that drive around you? If you need motivation, think about that. If you have a child, put a picture of your child in front of your face or on your desk or where you work at. If you have somebody that you're doing it for, or you even have somebody that you aspire to be like, for for lack of better words, like an idol that you're like, you know what, I really want to take my business here. I really want to take my skill set here. I really want to make this person proud. What fuels you? I really want to influence other women that they can do what I'm doing too. I want to make sure other women are beautiful and they feel nice when they're going to events that they care about. I want to be the best. What fuels you? That's what you have to tap into where you need to motivate yourself. What fuels you? Find it. Remember it. Number five is going to be after you find what fuels you, you're going to develop realistic goals. You know, what's realistic for you? Again, like I said in my last step, I said, okay, maybe you find an idol or somebody that really inspires you. Now, you don't want to go and try to copy their whole thing because they're not you and you're not them. You have a lane and they have theirs. So what's a realistic goal for you? I don't want you to look at this person and say, well, they have a Benz and I want to have a Benz by next year. That may not be realistic for you or maybe it is. But what do you have to do? Again, define your own priorities. What do you have to do to get there? And I know, you know, everybody's telling you to just, you know, reach for the stars. And I'm not saying if that works for you, do that. But even in the books, it says, if you truly feel you can accomplish your objectives, objectives, you are likely to be highly motivated. If for whatever reason you feel like you may not, then your levels of motivation diminish greatly. So if you have 5,000 in the bank now, but you know, you need 30,000 to get that car that you want. Um, how realistic if we're in November now for you to have that at the end of the year, you know what I mean? You're not going to be motivated. It's just like, it's like common sense. So that's why we're telling you to reach for realistic goals. Even say it's here in the next paragraph that is it, it is human nature to want things to happen quickly. Patience is the key to staying motivated to reach your goal. So while it's wonderful to have big dreams, like I was saying, I didn't even see this, but everybody wants you to dream big to get to the end result you desire. You need to set a series of realistic goals that will take you to that next plateau. Again, like I said, and um, the path isn't always linear. What's going to take you to that next level and then that next level or that next season and then that next season? You got to be realistic because it'll keep you motivated. And then number six is to make good habits. So your habits make you, you make good habits. And then those habits make you discipline is so, 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 so crucial. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that even more. And I'm realizing how a lot of people just don't have discipline at all. You know, like, like people just, it's just a free fall. You can have discipline, um, with your eating. You can have sexual discipline. You, I think you can even have emotional discipline you know, and um, we all know that humans are creatures of habits and habits, whether they're good or bad, they're difficult to break. 
right? If you're used to getting up every day at the same time, doing the same thing, it's going to be different to get up the next day and say, you know what? I am not going to get up and drink my coffee and then drive to work um, at 730. It's going to be hard because you used to doing it for like five years. And now you're you're trying to you're trying to change it or retrain yourself to do something different. So forming good habits and breaking bad ones are going to be essential, you know, and that's going to really help you lead to being motivated because those those habits will help you to reach your goals so that everything goes hand in hand. Everything goes hand in hand. So number seven is going to be let go of old baggage. And for this one, this is for me to you. I want you to let go of the times that you failed. I want you to forgive those people who didn't believe in you, the people who doubted you, the people who gave up on you. Let it go. And also the number one important thing, I want you to forgive yourself for the times where you didn't break those bad habits. You didn't disassociate yourself. You didn't detach from people you knew that were harming you. You kept doing things that were harmful to your health or your well-being or your, your child's health. I don't know who I'm speaking to here, but let go of that old baggage because that baggage weighs you down. How are you going to be motivated when you got the Grim Reaper on your back? You're hanging over this big bag and you're stepping into the new year. If you know, you know, I'm talking about that meme. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped in my head, y'all. But that meme with the girl stepping into the new year and she leaving all that baggage behind her, that's you right now. Let it go let it go. You cannot take it with you no more. The water rapper, sign me right now. But let go of that old baggage, all right? It, it's not serving you. It's not going to motivate you. Let it go. Number eight is exercise to energize. Exercise to energize. If you, y'all, I feel like I'm always throwing exercise in there. But if you want to motivate yourself, sometimes you just got to move. And sometimes exercise could just be, okay, when you're taking your 15 minute break at work, we take a break at work, take the stairs a couple times, you know, walk up and down the stairs, do a few laps around the complex, around the building, move your body. I can, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten inspired or like gotten some creative energy or just felt so alive by just moving my body y'all these last two weeks I've been mad stiff now because I stopped stretching and I just feel like the energy was just pent up in me I need to release it so I stretch this morning <laughs> but yeah you know you can exercise to energize you could that's how you could also motivate yourself you know and I think number nine kind of goes into number eight as well, because I also believe that you can exercise to release your emotional energy. And number nine is unleash your emotional energy. Um, about a few weeks ago, me and my husband went shooting at the gun range and I was pleasantly surprised how much like stress it released, like boom, 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 boom. I don't know. And I just felt so free. I'll be honest with you guys. I was so scared to go to the gun range to um, use a gun and all those things. I've never been around a gun, anything like that. I've never seen a gun. So to go there and actually shoot, I was extremely anxious at first, but afterwards it was like a release because it was like, yo, I did it. And I actually feel good and I actually feel safe. And if for whatever reason I had to use a gun, I, I now know how to use one. And you know, 
release your emotional energy. So my husband's like, yeah, that really let go of some steam. It let go of some steam for me. And I'm not saying that you got to go out and shoot to release your energy, but maybe yours is just, you just need a good scream. Some people like to do like the ax throwing. I'm all into free stuff. That's what I say. Maybe you need to exercise. Maybe you need to cry, you know, watch from scratch. That'll definitely make you cry. Watch it again. You know, I don't like watching stuff twice, so I ain't doing that. But watch something that'll make you cry. You know, let yourself just be angry. Go to the boxing ring and and punch something out. Go to the gym and just go hard to release all of that anger. You got to let that all out. Because once you let it out, you're going to be like, yo, what was I even tripping about? A lot of people get that relief from um, Mary Jane, but you could get the relief for, for not even from that either. You know, just just let it out. In the book, it says our emotions drive our behavior. So our desire for love, recognition, achievement and meaning can be powerful motivators. So you can even unleash your emotional energy in something that motivates you. So say, for example, right. Um, I'm gonna use a relationship your your boyfriend really pisses you off and you got to go run a hundred meter dash. So you're angry, right? Channel that anger until you run in that dash and see how it how how I don't know you might just you might just win because you just like you know what I'm about to run this off. Ah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting this from but I know somebody feeling me you get what I'm saying or your emotion about like you know what I really what inspired me to start drawing was my love for my grandmother who taught me to do this. Release that into the beautiful paintings that you create. Unleash it. So you could unleash it onto something else or you could actually release it into the thing that you want to motivate you. So me, for example, um, I want to have financial freedom. I am emotional about that because I didn't have um, that growing up. So that motivates me to be financially savvy, to be financially responsible, right? We could either let our emotions control us or we can understand and control our emotions. But don't bottle them up. You know, we do not do suppression over this way. We don't do it here. This is not the podcast for you. If you want to be all, you know, tough and hard and you don't want to talk about your mind, it's not the podcast for you. Sorry, boo boo. Number 10 is don't be afraid to fail. I feel like this is so cliche, but like I was literally talking to my therapist today and she was like, you know, every failure, you can't really fail in life. It's just like, it's um opportunity to learn something new. You can learn something about yourself, learn something about another. But sometimes I do believe, like she said this too, like her friend is like a fail is a fail. Sometimes, yeah, you, you literally failed. Like I remember I failed a class. Um, I did learn something. I learned, you know what, if I'm failing miserably, maybe I should act for help earlier. But it doesn't change the fact that I felt it, you know. Um, but I did learn something. And what I learned is that, you know, ask for help earlier, go to more group study classes, do what I need to do in order to not fail. You know, so don't be afraid to fail. Don't be like, well, what if I start the business and then it doesn't go right? And da da da. Okay. But you, you try, you try, and then you know, it's not for you. Y'all I done tried to do a couple of businesses none of them were successful 
even when I when I started this podcast, I was I was I <laughs> oh my god. Uh I was consistent for a little while and then I just completely dropped off the face of the earth. I failed, you know, and I learned, you know what? Doing a weekly podcast, maybe not for me. Monthly is 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 makes no sense to do that. How about I try to do it bi weekly? And you know, and I'm I'm sticking consistent with this. So don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to have some bumps in the road and say, okay, well, that kind of got rocky, but at least you tried, at least you continue to go. And maybe even if none of those things work out, maybe you just learn something for it, from it. So yeah, number 11 is live with gratitude. This is just so simple. Like, I feel like it's so easy to think about what we don't have and I don't have this and I don't have that and I would like to have that. But what about just thinking God, you know, for what you do have, for everything that's beautiful around you. You woke up, you have another breath today, you had something to eat, you had clean water to drink, you have beautiful trees around you, you had transportation to work. Oh my God, you even have a job and you're able to pay your bills. You have shoes, you have a coat, you have keys to get in your car, like what, whatever it is. Whatever you're grateful for, just live with that. And just, if you can, just just wake up or before you go to sleep or even throughout your day, just reflect on the things that you're grateful for. Because stopping to be grateful and seeing what you have around you, that's a great motivator. Like, yeah, I can get up and do this because I'm an able, you know, able-bodied person. I have the brain power to do it. I'm grateful for my artistic capability so I can do whatever your thing is that can be fuel for your motivation. So think about this. All of these tips are for motivating yourself when you feel like giving up, right? So live with that gratitude. Number 12 is to share yourself with positive, motivating people. When you when you need to motivate yourself, those are the people that you need to be around. Call your bestie. Call your friend from work. Call your um your your favorite auntie, your sister, whomever. Call them, share yourself with them. This was a tip in the book that I found extremely interesting because how can sharing yourself with other people make you more motivated? But the logic behind it is that when we give love, when we give knowledge, compassion, or kindness to others, we're giving a piece of it to ourselves. You know, he says the act of doing it sincerely, unconditionally, and consistently that shapes our character. And then our character then shapes us and makes us the person we eventually become. So that's why it's good to share yourself. If you're constantly kind and outgoing and encouraging others, that's who you're going to become. You know, positive, motivated people are usually people with a high self-esteem. People with low self-esteem, usually if you go around them, they're going to be the people at the job that's like, ah, when you say good morning to them, to them they're like, what's so good about it? Huh? I hate myself. I hate this job. I hate it all. I just want to go to the bar and drink the pain away. What's so good about the morning? Just say morning to me. Those, That's the people. <laughs> those are the people that's that you know hot people with high self-esteem 
they're going to feel good about their lives and in their ability to share the gift, their ability to be a pocket full of sunshine. And that's not to say like people are going to be pocket full of sunshine and radiant all the time. No, we're humans. We know that. Come on. But what I'm saying is for the majority of the time. So you want to share yourself, share your goodness, and then in turn, that'll motivate you. And that'll also bring people who are the same way to you, you know, and when you give that, you get that. When you give that, you get that. And then, you know, you'll be surrounded with a tribe of women or men, um, whatever you want your friend group to be consisted of, of people who y'all could bounce off each other's energy. So those are all the things that I have for motivating yourself when you feel like giving up. Queen, don't give up just yet. Have you considered it all? Or is it this really something that you need to let go? And this is just a path because there's sometimes or, you know, I, I it just didn't work out and that's fine. But I want you to consider these things. I want you to define your priorities, check your attitude, discover and challenge your beliefs. Remember that you are in charge. You are the author and the finisher, the finisher. You are the author of your life. Find what fuels you. Develop realistic goals, make good habits, let go of that baggage that's not serving you. Exercise to energize if you need that energetic burst. Unleash your emotional energy. You can release it in your work or you can release it by doing recreational activities. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure is a part of life. Failure is a part of growth. You can always learn from your failure. Live with gratitude. And last but not least, share yourself with positive, motivating individuals. I hope, I know that this podcast helped you in some way. So if you've gotten all the way to the end, you all you already know what I have to say. Screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories and, and tag me at Inspiring Solutions Podcast. Thank you for supporting this show. Salah. I hope, I know that this podcast helped you in some way. So if you've gotten all the way to the end, you all you already know what I have to say. Screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories and, and tag me at Inspiring Solutions Podcast. Thank you for supporting this show. Salah.